you have to, you know, most of the kids don't want it quite as much as you do. And you've got to, you've got to pass on every energy ounce you possibly can to those kids because they don't want it the same as you do. So when you leave here with your team, what are you going to do? I want to hear some positive things you're going to change or do or start doing with your team. Go. Everybody, we are so excited to talk to captains, and the three of us do this a lot. I'm Cindy Claus, most of you know, and I coach Brainerd High School, and I've been there for this is my 42nd year of done this. Isn't that crazy? And I was going to do it for five years, and then I couldn't quit because I just love it. I still love working with high school kids, and these two women are. Well, why don't you introduce yourselves? I'm Haley Morse. And I coach at Lakeville North, and I've been doing camp staff for 10 years. It's been years. I'm Kayla Janberg, and I'm my seventh year on staff, and I do coach with you. Yeah, Lakeville North, and then I also coach at Lakeville North. So we are competitors, you know, in AAA, which is fun, but we're also friends, you know, and you can do that. I bet you guys have friends on other teams too. So you are more important than you think as a captain. So the first thing we're going to talk about is um, trying to be intentional with everything you do as a captain and working hard to think about leaving your mark on the team. And I would say, can you think of captains you had when you were um, maybe freshmen? How many of you guys are seniors? I'm just curious. Most of you. How many are not seniors? A few. Okay. So on my, cap my team, you have to be a senior to be captain. So I always assume everyone's seniors, but I, then I quickly remembered it's not the case. But think about someone that was a captain before you and think back. And, and does anybody remember somebody that was hard to listen to or hard to look up to? And sometimes what was it they did that made it hard for you? To, and you kind of have to yell if you answer. What was it they did that was hard to listen to? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. If they tell you to do something and they don't do it, then it's hard for you to want to do it. We used to have a captain on our team who shall remain nameless, and she'd always go, do your toe touch, kind of in a whiny voice. And then she wouldn't do it, and everybody would be like, well, why should we do it if you're not doing it? And, and it's really important to walk the walk as a captain. One of our captains, her name was Brittany Schubert. She goes, I always heard you say that, but I didn't know really what you meant until one day she had a really bad back. She had what's it called, spondy or whatever in your back. And um, so she, we started our dance with a back bend every time. And one time she skipped it. And the next time we ran the dance, the kids on both sides of her skipped it. So it's kind of the case that they're not always listening to what you say, they're watching what you do. So just remember to be thinking about that. It's your last year if you're a senior. So I wanna go, how do you wanna be remembered? Do you wanna be remembered you can think of kids that graduated from your team, teammates that you had, that you literally can't hardly stand it because they're gone, right? Like it feels like there's a, it feels like part of your family's missing, like you start practice without them and it's hard. And then you can think of some that you're like, yay, they're gone. The negativity is gone. Now I want you to do some introspect, some thinking about yourself. And what, what are you like on your team? 
You know, what are you going to be, what are people going to be saying about you next, next year when they get your costume or whatever? Um, so let's talk a little bit about confidence. And you're going to be the one that's going to build the kids up on your team. You're going to be the one that makes them feel better about themselves. If you've ever, what, what do you think makes you feel a little more confident? Anybody? Yeah. So a compliment. So as a, and that's so true, as a captain, that is one of the most important things you can do is notice other kids. Notice other people. Be, be noticing progress, not just accomplishment, but progress. And building each other up and praising when appropriate. Yeah. Because there's no way that the coach can notice everything. Like, good toes, Spencer, great heads, great, great turn, duh. You can't notice everything but you guys could be doing it. Can you give me an example of some ways to notice something without saying any words? Yeah. Thumbs up. What else? Smile. Eyebrows. Nods. Nods. Thumbs up and nods. Clapping. You know, if you ever get that, it makes you feel good. Even when I'm my age, you need that positive reinforcement. Everybody needs it. And something that I didn't think about very much until a couple years ago is confidence wavers. Confidence isn't a constant steady thing like, oh, I'm really confident way up here. Even your kingpins, your strong dancers, their confidence can dip down at different times on certain moves or on certain situations or in certain, certain things. So you got to really think about um, building up everybody and, and taking turns with the hard stuff. Um, now I'm gonna talk about balancing multiple captains. And that's sometimes one of the biggest struggles. Like some years, like right now on our team, we have five coaches and we're all very different. And I think that's the case with your captains too, is sometimes you're all very different. And the big thing I would like you to write down if you're writing is worry that the job gets done. Don't worry about who gets the credit. And you have to say that about 10 times to yourself. Worry that the job gets done and don't worry who gets the credit. I had to say that to our parents, our moms this year because they were almost getting worse than the kids. Ever have that happen? Where you're like, we don't care who does more posters or whatever. We just want them to, you know, we want to have this stuff. So um, an example would be, you know, who's leading warm-ups or who is picking out a shirt or who, I can't think of another, another example, who did the choreography. Be the one that puts in the extra time and gets the stuff done. And peep, you know, and, and everybody has to find their niche or niche, however you say it. it it's important, like for instance, on our team, um, I do a lot of motivating. I feel I'm the one that does that. I do a lot of um, choreography. My daughter does a lot of choreography. Julie, one of our coaches, Coach David, she does a lot of behind the scenes. Like she keeps all the accounts. She does all the emails. She's the organizational person. And, and everybody has their little role that they play. So find out what your role is and be true to your role. Don't, don't feel like you have to um, be the one yelling all the time. Maybe you're quiet and you don't want to lead. Like I have two captains right now. One of them, it's painful for to her, her to be the one yelling. But she can do a lot by setting an example. What else could you do as a quiet leader? Be the first one on the floor. You yeah. Can be 
the organizer, yeah. can make the music. Okay. So, so many jobs. Yeah. So many jobs. You could be the first one to line up so people pick up right thinking. You could be giving a hug when somebody is sad and didn't get something they wanted. You could be, you know, providing so many different things. So don't fight over who's in charge because that's really not fun. Just kind of piggybacking off that, not only are you balancing captain roles, but you're also balancing your team roles. Every single person on the team has a role. And it's kind of cool because you get to start that fresh every single year. Yeah, you're a team at the start of the year, but you're not actually a team until you've gone through the four stages of developing a team, which is forming, which is right in the beginning. Then it goes to storming, which you're trying to figure out what your role is. Then things start to become normal. You start to take responsibility. And once you reach performing, that's the last level, you're, that's when you're like a cohesive unit. And that's when you I like that. Really I've never heard those four things. That's good. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, think about this. Your job is to help other people succeed as a captain. So you have to become very selfless. And, and look at who that is up there. That's Haley. So helping mentor younger dancers. And I always tell my, my seniors, my, not just my captains, but my seniors, if the rookies don't look good, you don't look good because you're the one training them. So you've got to worry about how everybody looks. And oftentimes, I'll hear seniors you know, on teams go, well, our rookies just aren't keeping up. And our rookies, like, oh, they're not as good as us. Well, hello. Of course they're not. If they were, you haven't been doing much for three years, or you know, right? So think about, instead of saying that, go, how can we help them get better? You could mentor them one-on-one. -on -one. You could run some turn, like we, we divide up into little families, like the family that needs work on, working on turns, a family that needs working on work on flexibility, a family ne that needs work on feet. We have feet, a foot club. It's not a good thing to be in. Um, it's where you have to learn to point through your feet. So, you know, you guys could help them in so many ways. So, so many ways. So That's one of the best parts about being a captain or being a senior is taking people and it means everything to them. Think about that when you're new to the team, how scary it is. And if a senior or captain takes time to really invest in you, it means so much. And it makes such a big difference. Yeah. Such a special part of being a senior. Yeah, they're never going to reach out to you. You've got to be the one to reach out to them, for sure. And you're the one that's going to break up the clicks, make the team more cohesive, and pull together. The other thing to think about is the example you're setting. Like last year on our team, we actually had seventh graders. That's the first time. We went all the way from seniors to seventh graders. And it was a quite a difference. I mean, that's a big difference in age. And one thing I was worrying about with my seniors is what message are you teaching the seventh graders? And if it was your little sister, would you want her learning it? Or your little niece or your little cousin? Sometimes if you put it more personal, it's better to think about it. But there's a big difference there. And some teams self-destruct with their choices outside of practice. And they're, um, they need to be ready to commit. Jenny, Coach Jenny Raish was here yesterday and talked to all the coaches. She's Eastview's coach. And she used to work for us for, oh, God, 10 years maybe here at Just For Kicks. And one of the things she said that happened to her team a few years back is um, she got a call at 3 o'clock in the morning and it was her captains, and they were like, Coach Raish, we are just calling to tell you that we were at a party where there's tons of athletes from lots of sports, and we probably lost a lot of friends last night, but we la or tonight, but we left and got a ride home, 
and tried to get other people to do it, but they wouldn't, but we did. And I thought it was a really neat story because it shows, A, they're very committed, and, you know, I kind of lost my mind at my team about a week ago because I heard some kids had been drinking, and I just said, I can't give you this much time and have you not answer back with commitment. I cannot do it. It's way too much time, and I love doing it, but I need kids that are so into it that they wouldn't want to give it up by getting caught doing something stupid. And, you know, when you do that, you're, um, you're hurting everybody. You know, so captains, more than anybody, are held to a higher standard of the team. And if you want to wear the stripes on your jacket or whatever, I don't know if you get those, but you know what I'm saying. If you want to have the status of being a captain, you have to earn it and you have to really think through your choices. And that is something where I just feel it is so important to really walk the walk with your team. Because I've seen a lot of teams self-destruct because of leadership that had so much potential. And potential is nothing. And we work hard nowadays compared to, I mean, I feel we've always worked hard, but it's getting harder and harder. You guys have to train hard to be where you're at. So I think it's important. Like an Olympic athlete, you know, they pretty much wouldn't do that because their body is, their, it's their life, you know, and you have to treat it well. If you want to interrupt at any time, by the way, and ask a question. Yeah. Any people comments are, there? People are going to remember the bad choices you make, and then people are going to respect you more for the good choices that you make. So just keep that in the back of your mind. You'll be respected more for those good choices. I have people that, you know, that I know now that I coached when they were younger, and they look back, and you know, there's a couple that got caught doing this or what, and they go, it's one of their biggest regrets. They go, we were so short-sighted seeing that, oh, we thought we had to be cool. And I really feel... You look a lot more cool. To me, when people drink, um, you know, to look cool, I think that it's a sign of insecurity. I really do. Or that we have to fit in so much that we're doing that. So enough about that. Teamwork. So let's talk about teamwork. Um, so you, when you become a leader, sometimes kids pull away from you, and they are jealous that you become, become captain. When I was a senior, my best friend got captain, and I didn't. And I was jealous inside a little bit, but I had a decision to make. Either I had to get on board and help her, or I had to quit because there's no, there's no way that you can be on board and be halfway there. So think about that, that you maybe have a friend that wanted to have your job and didn't get it. So how do you deal with that and help them succeed or help them stay with it? Anybody has gone through that at all? Yeah, what happened with you? Mine was Talk loud. College. Okay. I, my best friend was also my roommate was also on the dance team, and she didn't get captain. And it was really like I thought it was going to be really awkward, but we ended up just talking it through and like divided up roles that we could do amongst all seniors or all fourth year members. Um, and I think that giving them those roles it made them feel like they could. <coughs> know withhold their leadership um, so I think yeah. that's the smartest thing you could have done because the worst thing you could do is well I'm the captain and I'm doing everything myself I one time was in a meeting like this and I had a captain go well what do we do if our friends want to help lead warm-ups and they want to do this and I go let them <laughs> you want everyone involved because think about this if they're pulling with you 
that's what you want. If you don't let them do anything or help, they're going to pull away from you. So you really want to think about involving them in everything that you do, totally. Remember what it would have been like if you hadn't got it. You, would you want to just be like, well, now she doesn't matter. You know, that would be so heartbreaking. They, right. Everybody just wants to feel like they have a role on the team and belong, and this is your chance to make sure everybody gets to be a part of it. And you just have extra jobs, but, you know, you have a... Like we've been talking about what a captain is, but there's so much they can do, and it will make your team way stronger if you keep them in the group with you guys. Next topic is communication between the coaches and communication between the team. I feel like you're kind of the liaison between your coach and the team. The coach needs to know what's going on in the field or out in the locker room so that they can deal with it. Not that you're a snitch, at all, but I, I feel like if I know stuff, I can, it's kind of like the temperature of the team or whatever, then I can deal with it and help. I want to know if kids are pissed off about something I did. I really do. I want to know if they're upset about a choice I made. I'm not going to say I'm going to change my mind, but then at least I could explain it. And I always think that voids in, in communication are filled in with negativity. So on your team, you got to be talking to each other. Yeah. What? Yeah, when you don't know what's going on, you start being negative. You don't because you're leaders, but normal people do, you know. So, um, so think about that. And if you need to approach your coach about anything, just use the, with all due respect, I want to make you be aware of this or whatnot, you know. And same way goes for coaches. I feel like I have to, my captains have to be approachable. We just had a new, uh, new teammate move here from Colorado. We took her on our team, told her she may never dance because she's a competitive cheerleader, really good competitive cheerleader in Colorado. And our school does, you know, we, we have a stronger dance team than the cheer team right now. So she decided to totally switch. In her tryout, she did turns like this. She thought that's what you really did. <laughs> Wasn't that funny? Yeah, you know, and, but, so anyway, my captains, I kept telling them I wanted them to reach out to her because she moved to town, doesn't know anybody. She's in the 10th grade. And they had texted her and stuff. I said, but have you taken her out for coffee yet or done this or that? And they said no. And I said, well, get on it. You know, you're the captains. You got to get on it. So they did know. They saw me this morning and said, we took her out. We met her. I go, well, great. That's what leadership is. The other thing I think with leadership is you need to notice everything in the room in terms of who is sitting alone at your practices. That's your job is to notice who's sitting alone. And sit with them you know oversee the room and feel the feelings of everybody that's on your shoulders now and and really notice that you know that's the type of person that will be a good leader is to to notice everybody um next we already talked about this a little bit but your actions speak so loud i cannot hear the words you're saying it's kind of like what we were talking about with the backbend thing i i tell this story so if you've been in my team building class you've heard this before but it's such a great um, analogy of this that I don't think in my whole life I'll ever have something like this happen again. Okay, so in it, many years ago I broke both my ankles, feet, 14 bones in a head-on collision. My feet went through the dash. So I was in a wheelchair all winter. My house wasn't wheelchair accessible. So I got around my house. By, I had casts on both feet so I couldn't use like a walker because I couldn't put weight bearing on either one. It was horrible. So I got around my house by scooting on my butt you know, like this, kind of on my butt. And my son was 18 months old. He's now like 30-something. And he could walk around. He was, you know, a little toddler. 
And all of a sudden one day I looked at him and he was scooting around on his butt. And I sat, I was like, what is he doing? And I went, oh my gosh, he's watching me, what I do. And I never said, Jared, quit walking and start scooting around on your butt. And that's where this really is so true. So you, you can't, you've got to model what you want your kids on your team to do, your teammates, what you want them to do. You have to model it. So we do a thing on our team where, and I want you to do this, this is where you set your morale and your culture and the feelings you have about each other, is I want you to try to complete this sentence. On this team, we... What do you want your team to do? You may not do it right now, but what do you want your team to say about that? On this team, we support each other, she said. Show up early. Show up early. Early is on time. On time is late. You know, on this team, we work together. What else? What? Respect. We have respect for each other and what they're going through. Everybody's in a different ballet slipper. Um, on this team we work. How about work? We work hard. You know I read something somewhere that uh, somebody might, out, I said this myself, but somebody might out, out choreograph you. You know your team may get out choreographed. They may get have more skills than you, but you're in control of how hard you work. I tell my team that all the time. Nobody can outwork you unless you let them. So say that as on this team we work. On this team, we care. How about care? What else? On this team, we have any more? Yeah. Communicate. Communicate. That's a really good one. Communicate. So I want you to think about that. That's a little homework for you to do. And I'd love you to do this with your team and try to set that, that pace with them that it's, it's an unwritten rule. I love, um, on our team, I like a lot that I don't want everything written down, what our rule is. I think you guys know the difference between right and wrong. So I don't need to do demerits and check you off. That's my personal way of coaching. Your coach may do it a different way because I'm not very structured. I would lose the attendance book thing or whatever. You know, so I, I like it very loose. Some people are very detailed and like it the other way. But I really feel you know what is right or wrong. So on your team, you got to get the teammates that you are with to choose what's right and avoid what's wrong all the time with your group. So think about these do's as a captain. Try to be the best role model. Try to be positive, be trustworthy. Like someone tells you a secret, you should have it in a vault locked up. You're, you don't wanna go then tell your best friends or no one's gonna trust you and they have to be able to trust you. And that's a learned thing. As soon as you one time betray a confidence and everyone gets upset with you, you will learn that you've gotta keep keep it and you know people right now that you can think of as I better not tell her because it'll be everywhere I could tell her a secret and it would never be told to anyone I could know that for sure you know so you need to be that type of a person that you have that person's back you know um, try to be thoughtful try to be organized take the initiative to know what needs to be done like I get frustrated sometimes with people who work for me because I feel like I walk in and I can see 10 things that need to be done and I, and I have to go, okay, the, the garbage or this or that or this or straighten the chairs or do this. And I'm like, can't people see that? So I want you to think about being a captain that can see things that needs to be done and step out of. Don't wait to be asked to do it, just do it. Just do it, you know. That would be important. 
Try to treat everyone equally on your team, whether they're talented or not. The rookie versus the versus the the most talented vet. You want to treat everyone the same and notice everyone. Notice everyone. If you have not met every teammate's eyes within a practice, then you've fallen short. You need to try to notice every single person on your team. Um, what else? I, the next one is just about being organized. And I think one of, the, one of my best captains ever was Brittany Schubert, and she was so organized. She, kept, she runs our St. Cloud studio now for Just for Kicks, and she always had her notebook, and she would write down what she needed to do before the next practice. She'd watch the videos and have a list of what needed to be done by the next time, and that's a good thing to think about is how much can you add to the practice by being organized and watching film and helping out in that way. What are other roles you have your captains do? Just curious with organization. They have, they prepare music for like stretching and things like that. They lead different warm ups that we have planned. They organize what choreography they're teaching. Yeah, um, teaching what, which day. I also think like the new camp booklet that your coach is going to get with the warm up, that'd be a great idea to learn that really well. Like the one we're doing in the mornings that now you can hardly follow along you'll be the one that have to know that to go back and if you're ever going to utilize it because that would be a great thing for you to go can I make copies of that booklet and I could even email that to you if you needed it but things like that that make you more valuable so um, common things that people that you want to avoid as a captain is thinking of yourself or your friends when you're making decisions it's kind of like a politician you can't think of just your people you have to think of all the people and favorite we already talked about this favoring kids wasting time or procrastinating gossiping and taking the glory for someone else's work oh that's bad um, give credit like today Allie and I were teaching a class and we're like oh we got this from Medina oh we got that from Allie you know or from Annie you want to give credit to other people because otherwise it makes you look like a glory seeker or something so Making your coach do things or make you ask you to do things rather than um, doing it yourself. So think, think about um, what kind of rookie you are or what kind of a mentor you are for rookies and think about ways you can help them. We always use this analogy that it would be like you're babysitting and would you say to the little kid, oh, just put some pool floaties on, jump in, you'll be fine. Or do you be, are you the type of person that would be in the pool going, come on, jump into me, I can catch you, I will catch you. And I want you to think about your rookies, if you're going to catch them and mentor them. I think you got to think about yourself, like, <clears throat> okay, so everybody has bad days, right? And moods, but let's say you're Beyonce, and you have to go to a big concert. You can't go, I'm not really feeling great today, so sorry, I don't feel like singing. What would happen, you know? You have to be the kind of ultimate professional that just you know like in my job I can't not show up you know I just can't so I think that you have to kind of put yourself on a little bit higher standard that way and learn to be above the petty stuff and be a bigger person most of the time that's pretty much all we have I just want to see what other question I know I want to give you a little break before you have to sit more for the Dr. Cinder thing you maybe should jog around outside the building or something to wake up but any what anybody have a problem they want to bring up or a comment that what's been hard so far yeah I know with our team um, last year was really really bad um, the captains were bad 
12 people quit. It was like, oh my gosh. And now we have a ton, a ton, a ton of younger girls, like seventh graders. Lucky. It'll be super good because they're growing and um, can become this great team. But how do we like set the standards? We're trying to start like completely fresh just because last year was so bad. What's like a good way to really start fresh? Um, that's a that's a great problem because you can be you can be the ones to change it. And I love this quote that says, "Be like uh, your your dream and your passion should be so extreme that it's like a forest fire. You can smell it, you can taste it, and you can hear it. And I want you to think about being positively contagious and just." You know, I look back to when I started our team, we were so bad, you guys. And and believe it or not, Totino Grace, first trophy Brainerd ever won was at Totino Grace. And it was a third place trophy. And Totino Grace that day wore gingham check blue costumes with bows in the back. Um, but I wanted to be good. And we were nobodies. We felt like we were so uncool because we were up from Brainerd and, you know, and you just have to start over and want it. You know, everything from how you stand, how you mark. Um, even pick this up, if you pick up one thing in this class, when you mark, I notice it at camp because I don't let my kids mark messy ever, ever. Like if we're running something through, it's like heads tight. It's not like the, this. And I see at camp, everybody doing that. And I just want to go, <laughs> I wouldn't do that because you pick up those habits. You're not going to be quite as good. But so all your actions have to be stuff that you want the rest of the team to pick up. So if you want them to be at like 10% or 100% you want them to be at, you have to be at like 300. Because you have to, be, you know, most of the kids don't want it quite as much as you do. And you've got to you've got to pass on every energy ounce you possibly can to those kids because they don't want it the same as you do. So when you leave here with your team, what are you going to do? I want to hear some positive things you're going to change or do or start doing with your team. Go. Big praise, especially to the rookies who need a boost of confidence. Yeah, great. I can't even say that. Specific praise to your rookies. That's awesome. What else? Yeah. Notice everyone, every kid on your whole team. Do you know how good that's going to make them feel? Yeah. Um, like one-on-one time, um, they need help with a specific thing. Yeah, and that's hard. It takes extra time on your part. So put in that extra time. They need it. What else? Yeah. Not letting drama or any, like, your bad days come into the dance room. Yeah, let go of your drama. I don't know about you guys, but some days if I've had a horrible day, dance team is like my... Fun, you know so yeah sharing, sharing roles you know and sit down with your fellow captains and go what do I what do I need to beef up and what do I need help on you know go to your coach and say how can I improve as a captain do you have any suggestions for me you should do that tonight you know it's weird because I um, I was Jenny's boss Eastview's coach used to work for us I was her boss so she got done doing the talk yesterday she came up to me and she goes so what do I need to improve on and I'm like Jenny you're doing great <laughs> You're doing great. But if you ask that, you get feedback. And I was, they were teasing me at breakfast or at roll call today, but feedback is the breakfast of champions. So try to want feedback. Yeah. Um, just like talk about everyone's personality sort of and how like the different captains, even though like everyone's very different, like how they can take their personality and use it for a specific skill. Like, I don't know who's really like meticulous. They can be organizer and who's outgoing. They can be more of a motivator like you're talking about. 
Yeah, build, that's a great idea. Build off your skills. Should I tell you a quick funny story about personalities? Okay, so we just went to New York. Um, I took a bunch of dancers to New York and my two granddaughters went and they're 10 years old. And they're both very good dancers, but they're both very different dancers. Eva is at camp, some of you may have seen her. She's like Miss Personality and she's technical and stuff too, but she's just exuberant. Cora's more shy, but she has skills. Like. She can nail the double toe touches, double jumps. She's really good. So we go to New York and we go to the School of Rock. Has anybody been to that? And it's kind of a, it's kind of a, um, it, it, I can't tell you the whole play, but there's a song in it called Stick It to the Man. It's like Stick It to the Establishment. And it's kind of a bad song. It goes, put your middle finger up, throw some shit. It says all this stuff. And um, so they go to the class and they learn it from a choreographer, from someone in the play. They learn the dance and they have to yell it and stuff. So my one granddaughter is like, excuse me, how do I audition for this? <laughs> you know, and my other granddaughter is looking kind of not the happiest about it. And I get her out in the hall and I go, what's the matter? And she goes, I just felt really uncomfortable saying those words. I don't want to say bad words. And I just did not like it. <laughs> I just said, oh, everybody's different. Your personalities, so that's a great point. Your personalities are so different. And you do have to hone in on what you're good at, you know? So own it. Thanks for listening to Anything But Routine. Each episode, we plan to talk about anything dance, like anything that would apply to a studio owner or a dance coach at a high school or a community rec. We feel our experience. Or a dancer. Or a dancer, yeah. We feel our experience is, it, it's just gonna be a different thing every episode, so tune in. We hope you enjoy it and make sure to subscribe.